Hey everyone, welcome back to the Nick Squared Podcast. I'm Nick. But I am the other Nick. And we have we have a very special episode today. Today is the Nick Squared Christmas Party. It's not really a party, we don't have food though. I feel like that would be terrible for the microphone. <laughs> yeah, we didn't want to hear any, any smacking or anything. But we do have guests. We have guests. We're not alone. We're not by ourselves this time. And today you'll you'll hear the proof that girls talk to us. Um, I didn't think about that, but yes, we, we we know ladies, and we're not just changing our voices. Nick, nobody believed us last time. But so uh, to my right, I have my wife Amber. Hi. And to my left, I have my wife Ariel. Hello. And directly across from us, we have. Beth, who's just here by herself. Yeah, not our wife. Hey. Not our wife. Not mm-mm. too young. She's like six, six and a half. How old are you, really? I'm twenty. Twenty. That makes my back hurt. Remember twenty? Yeah, twenty. Twenty was nice. It, mm-hmm. I cherish it. Taxes hadn't broken me yet. Twenty but was pre-kids. There was a life before kids. <laughs> I don't remember that. I haven't slept that much since 20. So here we are celebrating Christmas with people. We're going to talk about gifts. We're going to talk about all kinds of Christmas stuff. So I'm a, I don't celebrate a whole lot of holidays. I refuse to celebrate Valentine's Day. Um, what else do we not believe? Or we don't celebrate? Valentine's Day is every day in my house, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Blink twice if you need help. <laughs> you better say it. You better say it. <laughs> oh my goodness. But no, so we, we, we don't celebrate Valentine's Day. We don't really do New Year's. We don't do a whole lot for our anniversary. Yeah, we actually forgot our anniversary this year. It was Sunday. And somebody at church walked up and, and said, oh, happy anniversary. And I looked at her and I was like, who the heck are they talking to? It was us. It was our anniversary. We've been married. 12 years. 12, I can't wow. remember. Um, but we don't celebrate that. We do birthdays. We don't really do Fourth of July that big. Um, I, you wear red, white, and blue overalls every year for Fourth of July. Yeah, but we don't. We don't. We don't have like forty people over. I don't oh, know no. forty people. I don't like people. I don't like people. Um, we don't really do Thanksgiving that big. What other? No, we work are retail. St. Patrick's Day. Skip over that crap. Yeah, we don't really do St. Patrick's Day either. Now Halloween, but Halloween we celebrate. The Halloween's up, big for us, but we don't decorate that big. Um, my office, we're not here for Halloween. Yeah, we're not here for Halloween. Now my office, I've got spooky stuff. I've got bleeding candles. That's just year round decor. <laughs> um, but Christmas, Christmas is that's my jam. We, I, if I could put my tree up in like June, <laughs> I would. Hobby I'm, Lobby does. Yeah, see, I just want to be like Hobby Lobby. Not really. <laughs> but I, I like Christmas. I like the, the the smells. I like the the gifts. I like the I like the whole whole kit and caboodle. I like the trees. I like lights. Um, and we're gonna talk about a whole bunch of this kind of stuff. But first off, the big debate: Christmas movies. Let me pull it up right here. What is your all's favorite Christmas movie of all time? That's a rough one. Uh, like if you're if you're surfing through the channels and it pops up and you just see it, you're like, I'm okay. I'll just I'll ride this one out. I'll sit down and watch it. 
Muppets Christmas Carol's up there. Muppets yes, Christmas Carol. That's a really good one. One of my favorite uh, versions of a Christmas. Yeah, Carol. it's a really it's yeah. it's unreasonably good yeah. how good for Muppets Christmas Carol is compared to even the Charles C. Scott one. And yeah, no, like that one. Um, I really love Elf. I said I love yeah, Elf. Elf is good. Yes. Um, I was watching an interview the other day with uh, with Will Ferrell, and he said that in a lot of the scenes where they're in New York and running up and down the streets, they didn't block the streets off. They, wow! And, that was just, so that was just him. People looking people at him, reacting <laughs> yeah. to him was was real reactions. And he said, honestly, like we had no idea it was going to be anything other than just a stupid movie. And they were like, you had no idea it was going to be a staple in Christmas households. He said, no. It was just me in an outfit running up and down the streets of New York. That's People. that's really on brand for Will Ferrell. It really is. It really is. Um, but I like Elf. Um, my favorite is Jingle All the Way with Arnold Schwarzenegger. Charlotte loves that movie. Yeah, our daughter. That's our daughter's favorite that's, Christmas movie. Yeah. She yeah. was really upset when it wasn't on Disney Plus this year. It's not on Disney Plus this year. No. What? We have it on DVD. <laughs> That's okay, one of the good. few, yeah, I oh, pop okay. that sucker in. Um, but Jingle All the Way, one, I loved it because I was, growing up, I was an Arnold Schwarzenegger fan. Um, he was the Terminator. Yeah. He, was, he did cool stuff. <laughs> he was um, Iceman. He was Iceman, yeah, in, um, in Batman. Batman. Iceman. Uh, yeah. Um, and, I mean, I just, that was my Batman also growing up, was what kills the dinosaurs? The Ice Age! It just didn't make sense, and I loved it. Um but watching watching that now as an adult, I understand all the retail side of it. Yeah, no, that's watching that's crowds legit. of people break into fights and stores and knocking over shelves. I just I wipe a tear away and I'm like, yeah, that's Christmas. That's, that's exactly <laughs> what it looks like. Yeah. Um, it captures the spirit of what the holiday is really about. Really, they, they assaulting do. others to make sure you get your materials. Yes. So I feel bad on this list, and I just googled the the top top Christmas movies. Of all time. I don't know who voted on this. Uh, let's see. They did 20 on WW or it's EW.com. I don't know who these people are. But on the list, they have Bad Santa. That's a good I like that one. I've never seen it. Oh, wow. That's a, a fantastic. Um, it turns into a crime drama. It's <laughs> <laughs> not Christmas then. It so is. It's so Christmas. What's Christmas without it? He really learns to love a little boy. That well, weird. that sounds weird. <laughs> <laughs> Edit that out, Brandon. <laughs> uh, so the next one, a Muppet Christmas Carol. Seen a year without Santa Claus. Yes, that is I, actually that's got to be higher up on that list. Uh, it's number any, six. Any of those claymations, Beth? Did you just shake your head and shrug? I've never seen it. I've never seen that. Okay, we're gonna remedy that this year. You have um, seen that. I have seen it. It's it's a claymate. It's one of the classic claymations. Oh yes, never mind. I have seen it. Yeah. I have, it's just forgettable. Um, no, it's not. <laughs> that is not a forgettable movie at all. All the Christmas claymation movies to me are all one movie. I don't. I don't. Re- <laughs> I didn't realize that there were multiple movies. I thought they I suppose. all. I thought they were all the same because they look the same. I mean, they're they're all made by Rankin Bass. Yeah. <laughs> Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer. Yeah. yeah. Right, right on with it. Home Alone. We yes, just we just that, watched right? that. Yeah. Great movie. Didn't realize there was like four or five now. Yeah, there's a they re they rebooted it. I think. Yeah, I, I know of. I think it's three. The third one was where they switched the kid for the first time, and it was like yeah, he, he had like something on like an RC, and I, I didn't care. But I, I even <laughs> like, I even like the second one. 
Yeah, the second, the second one, I think the second one has more Christmassy feel to it. Yeah. Maybe it's because it's New York and New York's always done up for Christmas. But yes. Very true. Um, trading Places. What? Uh, it's number three. I guess. And then uh, then it's The Nightmare Before Christmas. Yes. Uh, du- that's a yes. dual holiday movie. It's a dual yes. holiday movie. I've noticed over the years a lot of people are like just cult fans. They're like, oh, I love Nightmare Before Christmas. Like, oh, have you watched it this year? I haven't watched it in years. No, I just know Jack and Sally. Like me and my boyfriend. <laughs> yes. <laughs> if we want. <laughs> oh, my goodness. The number one Christmas movie is White Christmas. Oh, yeah. Uh, sorry, guys. I love musicals and Bing Crosby's a hero I'm, I'm of mine. I'm noticing and... everybody, at the t- <laughs> everybody at the table is just shrugging and you're over here. Listen, I, I, I love music. Musicals are my thing and... Tap dancing and yeah, classic stuff. Man, quit looking at me like that. <laughs> I like Elf. Um, I like Jim Carrey's The Grinch. Yeah, yeah. Um, yes. I, I did enjoy the cartoon with Cumberbatch, um, but the Jim Carrey one, like that just oh, that's that's a good movie. And you know what? What was her name? Cindy Lou, the little girl. Yeah, she's in a. Uh, she's rock a, band now. She's in a metal band, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, she's she's all grown up and is in a leading a metal band now. So, yes. Where are you, Christmas? You know what I'm saying? Um, <laughs> okay with us. But no, I love I love that one. Um, I love the first two Tim Allen Santa Claus. Third one yes. gets yes. a little weird. Third the one third one weird. was like, yeah. all right, let's just throw ideas at a wall. I think. Yeah. Have you all watched the show yet at all? The Santa Claus show. I just couldn't get into it. I watched a couple episodes that didn't enthrall me. One, I love that Tim Allen is wearing like football pads. Yeah. When he's in his like, his, in the other movies, he looked voluptuous. He looked like a large. He looked like Santa Claus. And in this movie, he's wearing like t-shirts, and you can obviously see these big shoulder pads. He looks strong. He yes, looks... he's strong Santa Claus. <laughs> Santa Claus got a bowflex. Um, but now I, we've watched it a little bit. The kids seem to enjoy it. I. Delilah seems to enjoy it's, it. No yeah, one could care less. No one could care less. I don't really care. It's yeah. the first one captured something. Yeah, that yes. was beautiful. That was that was a good that was a good good movie. Um, I'm trying to think what other movies are just that I, I absolutely want to watch. Muppets Christmas Carol, Elf, Jingle All the Way. Um, Amber yelled at me. We almost got divorced today. <laughs> no, um, yeah. no, we didn't. We were talking about movies on the list, and she's like, "I'm really surprised Die Hard's not on there." Because a ton of people think Die Hard is a Christmas movie because it happens at Christmas. It is a Christmas movie. See? I wouldn't know. He's never seen I've it. I've never seen any of the Die Hards. Well, then why are you even talking about it? Because it, it was on the list and she got mad because she's seen it. And I was like, I've never seen Die Hard. <laughs> Die Hard's a good movie. I was it, like, there's ten of them. How have you never seen any of them? Alan Rickman was great in the first one. Couldn't tell you. For those movies, the, the Die Hard movies, the Mission Impossibles... All that, that that style of... I don't care. Really? There's no dragons. <laughs> There's no magic. It's one dude who's not a superhero but acts like a superhero that never has to reload. I don't, yeah. underst- I don't understand how any of this works. But man, in Mission Impossible where that guy pulls the mask off... Like, it's there. It's the guy. Like, plainly sitting here like you and me and he pulls the mask off. You, got, you just no gotta play. watch it. No, I didn't. No, I didn't. But I can, I can, At least with Die Hard, he might be able to get behind it with Alan Rickman with the German accent. Is he a good guy? His He's name is guy. Ah! His name is Hans Gruber. For those who don't know, Nick Nick has uh, extreme German heritage, and he just 
I want to be a good guy one time. <laughs> We're bad in, in Fantastic Beasts. We're bad in Die Hard. You're bad in the real world. We're bad in the real world. All the World War II documentaries end, end the same. We're always the bad guys. Can you we are the bad guys? We are the bad guys. I just want to be a good guy one time. One time. So you have the one good comedian. I got. We've got a good comedian. Yeah, we've got. We've got a couple of good people. Um, and all, all the hero people are from um, Austria. Absolutely. So. Yeah. They come in. They come in from other countries, neighboring countries. Um, so that's that's what they voted on as the top Christmas movies. Um, what about was a Christmas Story on there? No. Yes. No. Gosh, that ought to be. That's odd. And they made a they made a sequel this year. Yes, we we watched that. You seen it? No. Not yet. Oh wow, it was very good. I recommend. Mm. It really feels it captures the same feeling as the first one, I think. I love the first one. We will have Are to there bunny it. pajamas? No. No. No bunny pajamas? Twenty twenty two. We're so past that now. So past. Let's be honest, I would wear bunny pajamas, so I would too. I absolutely would too. What about uh, Polar Express? Does anybody? Oh my oh, goodness! Express. Yes, that's hot that's chocolate. A, that's a, yes, hot that's a tradition chocolate. in our house. Oh, yeah. I love Polar Express. Oh, but that that also that that gets two itches. One, I love it for Christmas and, and how good of a movie it is. But also, I like trains. Yeah. <laughs> so, I'm like, who is a train? Would it be nice to just take a train trip in the middle of winter? Man. Yes. So we've looked at that. We've actually looked at like you know go down to Florida and take a train. It insanely expensive. Like why? You, I don't know. The train's gonna be moving anyway. Like. We, we we were trying to go to, <laughs> to Florida one year, and we were like, we, we'd get on at Atlanta, and they're like, the only trip you can do is you get on at Atlanta, you go up to North Carolina, no, nope, turn it was around, DC. or DC, turn around, come back, you make a, a few or like a short stop in Atlanta, and then go back. And I was like, why can't I just get back on? Like on your way back down, why do I have to go to DC to turn around? Why can't I just get on at Atlanta? And they're like, no, you have to ride from Atlanta to D.C., back down, then to Florida, then back up to Atlanta. And it was like $2,000. Wow. And I was like, this is insane. I can fly to Florida for a couple hundred bucks. I can drive for a couple hundred bucks. There's a decently priced train ride, but it's a cross-country train ride. You get on in California, and you end it in, like, Maryland. I just imagine if, like... A Japanese person listening to this, like, hold on, you get on a train for fun? <laughs> <laughs> well, like you look at look at other countries. One in Europe, traveling by train was was very popular. Like that was a, that was a, a, a viable way to get around. Yeah. Then you go to uh, to like Japan and stuff, and they've got bullet trains. And they were talking about like they you if they put one in America, you could get from it was like New York to L.A. in just a couple of hours. And you could get like forty bucks could get you all the way across country. And I'm like, man, imagine that. And America's like, no, we don't want that. Yeah, that's that's by design. Absolutely, because yeah. we don't make money off of that. Yeah. Which goes in line with the Christmas spirit. <laughs> How can we get more money? Um, so, what for you guys? Can you see or smell or go to a store and experience that really that that starts the holiday season for you? Um, for me, like when you go to the, when, when it's fall, doesn't matter. You know, Georgia can be a hundred degrees in fall, but the first time you go to store the store and all the decorations are brown and red, and yes. you smell pumpkins and mm-hmm. apple everywhere, and Starbucks kicks off their pumpkin spice. Immediately, my body goes, "Oh, it's it's hoodie weather, and it's a hundred degrees outside." But no, no, in my heart, it's hoodie. We're in fall now. Mm-hmm. But for Christmas, what does that for you guys? 
I guess along the same lines when they start bringing in the cinnamon pine cones. Yeah. Oh. You can smell those throughout the entire store. Mm-hmm. Yes. I remember we used to have to unload trucks and they would send that in by the pallet and it would be at the front of the truck and you'd open up the door and it would just, it would dry your eyes as just so, and it was yeah. borderline chemical warfare. <laughs> so much cinnamon. Um, oh, I love that. I love the broomstick things that you see at like yes. Eagles and stuff. I've never bought one because I'm not spending like $10 on some sticks that smell like cinnamon. Um, but I, I love the idea. I can get behind, I can get behind the idea. Um, what about when you guys start seeing lights and start driving home at night? Oh, yeah, that's yeah, the yeah. first Christmas lights I see. It gets me in a real good mood. I mean, here it's it's dark at, like, noon. Yeah. So <laughs> it, it works out great. Now, this year, normally we, we do big Christmas lights. Uh, in our old house, we'd cover our bushes in lights. Even in this house, we would put wreaths up and we'd put lights all the way around. But this year, my lights, like, had, like, dead spots in them. And I spent... Every bit of eight hours <laughs> outside pulling little lights and putting in new lights and testing strips. Couldn't get it to work. Um, I hung up like a third of our lights on our front porch. And then I finally just gave up. And I was like, let's go to Walmart. Let's spend, you know, $200. Let's get more lights. And, of course, uh, you know, the way my checking and my savings is set up, that was not an option. But what <laughs> was an option was Amber found a $15 Grinch. Yeah. And so I hung that sucker up. Yeah. And now everybody drives by and they're like, look, the Grinch is taking their lights. Cutest idea. And I'm like, completely by design. We we meant to do that. We just didn't want to pay $200 for lights. So now we're going to be the Grinch house, we've decided. And just halfway, just throw lights in the yard and put a Grinch <laughs> statue next to him. Be like, Merry Christmas. <laughs> You're welcome. That's perfect. Spectacular. But I love, uh, we went to our first light show, or what is it called? Christmas light show? I don't know what yes. it's called. Yes. Like Festival of Lights. Festival of Lights. In yeah. Oxford. Yeah, we went, drove like an hour to Oxford to go to our first Christmas lights. Um, How'd you enjoy that? It was decent. Those were lights, weren't they? They were. It took us like 20 minutes to drive through, yeah. but it wasn't expensive, so right. it was yeah. fun. Yeah, back. I, the kids liked it, right? Oh, yeah. Kids liked it. Those, I, lights, those lights were turned on, right? Oh, they were lights. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I don't know why. In my head, I've never been to one. I've never seen one. I didn't know what, what to expect. In my head, I was expecting... Um, like extremely wealthy home alone neighborhood. Ah, like I was expecting to drive through and it's house with lights, house with lights, and like the things you see on YouTube where they have like lights set up to Trans Siberian Orchestra, yeah. and it's and it's I, I, that's that's what I had in my mind. It was a park, yeah, with, with like inflatable lights mm-hmm. and stuff set up, and that was it. And they're like, change your radio station to this station. So I'm like, oh, there's music to go along with that. It's just Christmas music. <laughs> It's just jingle and bells. It didn't turn yeah. on to Christmas music until you were a third of the way through. It was, it was like a country station. So <laughs> you're listening to, to old bearded men sing yeah. about their woes and their women leaving them. And then all of a sudden, dashing through the snow. <laughs> and it was, while I'm watching a penguin skateboard in a half pipe of lights. It was in, okay, it, That sounds cool. like that's been going on for a long time, yeah. probably. Yeah. They've probably done the same thing every year for the last 50 years. And Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, the way my mind works is we're sitting there and my brain goes, well, they're getting $25 a car and there's 150 cars in line just right now. Right. This doesn't cost them anything to turn them on. <laughs> right. And the, these lights will keep till next year. So my brain going, how can we, we need a punk of land. <laughs> 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 we, we were missing out. This is a 
good money opportunity. Yeah, that's that's all profit. So then you have Callaway that charges like ninety dollars for a family of four. Yeah, to go see some lights. Ninety dollars for me to use my eyes. <laughs> that's, that's what it's like. You you hit a switch and you can't look at this unless you pay me money. Like, oh, Mother of God, shield drive. But it takes you an hour to drive through those. An hour. Oh. An hour what to drive. Why do you have to go those? to the bathroom? I'm old. Hop out. Oh, yeah. You better go before you go. You're not lying. <laughs> That's what bottles are for. Hop out, and then you see you know, Nick arrested for a decent exposure. <laughs> What's that guy doing to Santa? Oh my goodness. So now, I know, which I'm very happy we have, we have guests here today, so we can we can hear of other people's Christmas stories. The we are the ghost of Christmas past right now, um, but for. I, we have a my family had a very unique experience being overseas for so long. I didn't have a big that's four of us, so family gets together. We're, we're every every night, you know, <laughs> whole families together. Well, it's Tuesday. We all live here, um, so we didn't have cousins. You didn't have aunts. You didn't have uncles. Um, you, you didn't have any of that. Everybody was everybody was on the other side of of the country. That plugged in. Um, so we didn't we didn't do a bunch of big stuff. We didn't do a bunch of big Christmas foods. If you made like a like an eight pound turkey, that was terrible to me because I would see that turkey and realize I'm eating this for the next seven to eight days. <laughs> so if my mom was like, "We got such a good deal on this giant ham," I was like, ah, "Nothing but ham sandwiches. Breakfast ham sandwiches. Lunch ham sandwiches." Like I knew we were going to eat this the whole time. But for you guys, um, I want to get to my question. Um, what what was what was Christmas like growing up when you're all's home? Like, what were your fond memories of it? Um, for me, we were we were always sick of the um, get together food from Thanksgiving, and there just wasn't a big enough gap between Thanksgiving and Christmas for us to want it again. You just finished turkey and ham, and now it's time for another. Yes, now now so my my aunt, my dad's sister, we'd go over there and have steaks. Bacon wrap fillets, Ooh. chicken breasts, oh. you know, all the good barbecue sides, slaw. You know, we'd have barbecue Christmas. And we're doing it again this year because my daughter expressed the desire for ribs. So, yeah, we're not, I'm not doing another turkey. God bless uh, us, everyone. Let's get yeah. some ribs. Yeah, we're, we're going to go, we're going to, we're going to do it up with nice, we're going to clog our arteries with beef. So you're not, you're not a traditional Christmas uh, I pulled up another list. That's I have lists this time. I did homework um, of the of the top Christmas dishes in America, um, and you didn't name a single thing on this list. No, I don't. I don't. Um, Even the desserts. I do like mulled wine. Yes. No, no, no guys. Very. It tastes like Christmas in a cup, and it makes you dizzy. No, I'm good. Christmas in a cup would be good. Not yeah. dizzy. Yeah. Just Christmas in First a off, cup. I'm dizzy already. I'm definitely <laughs> my balance. Ooh, now Nick's falling even more. But so these are some of the one. There's a, a whole paragraph on apple pie. Whoa. And it's well, it's not it has nothing to do with apple pie, but it's literally somebody got really offended on this list and said pumpkin pie might be the star dessert of Thanksgiving, but our favorite Christmas dessert or dessert has always been apple pie. That's the only thing added onto the list is an <laughs> argument about apple pie needs to be on this list. I don't care what your family likes. So that's, that's weird. Gingerbread Christmas cookies. Oh, uh, yeah, I do like gingerbread. Yes. Oh. 
We did sugar cookies last year and yeah. let the kids yeah. decorate them. That is a staple now, too, is sugar cookies at Christmas. I mean, I'm a recovering recovering fluffy man. Um, <laughs> I've never dis- I'm, I, I do not discriminate against cookies. You bring me a chocolate chip that looks like a star of Bethlehem, that's Christmas to me. Yeah, there you go. It's a peanut You're butter German, co- so it's gingerbread all the time with you guys. I, yeah, now I do, we eat gingerbread cookies uh, year-round. Ah. So gingerbread with a little bit of... Um, Apricot jelly. Apricot jelly and with some white or some uh, some milk chocolate. You get that year round. That is Yeah, if you fed me a piece of gingerbread in July, I'm gonna think about Christmas. Oh uh, well, I think, but you know. Um another thing was sweet potato casserole. Mm, no. I'll eat that anytime. Personally. That's I love that. Sweet, I think of Thanksgiving. Sweet potato yeah, that's, that's Thanksgiving. I'll eat sweet potato fries. That's it. That's as far as I go. I now I know I do bake sweet potatoes. And I eat them. Oh yeah, with a little brown sugar and no. butter in there. No, are you kidding? <laughs> no, that's that's amazing. That's good, that's that's good stuff. stuff. Yeah. So, one, I'm a recovering fluffy guy. I had I had a very unhealthy relationship with food when I got to my my real big fluffy stages, um, and so I got on the opposite side of it. So I was real unhealthy eating everything I could get into my face hole, and then I got on the opposite side where I was one of those people that believed like you could diet to like like two baby carrots a day and a cup of water. And that's all I need to survive. Um, so I did that weird stuff. But during the transitions of, of trying to find a balance with food, I got to a point where I just don't care for food. I could eat cardboard and peanut butter. Like it, right. is, it is nourishment to keep my body going. So I would literally bake sweet potatoes, put an unseasoned piece of chicken breast and a little bit of green beans, and I would eat that three meals a day for weeks and just not care. Like it's just it's just food. So that sounds miserable. It's it's joy. <laughs> no, it, it it's, opened it's up gross. it opened up my brain to think <laughs> about other things. No, it, it is absolutely miserable. Now I'm trying to enjoy food, but I'm not a sweet potato casserole fan. Biscuits. Oh, that's I'll, an I'll biscuit. Day that's day. every. Well, that's because of where we live. I think. Oh yeah, good point. Um, biscuits are a staple. But if you went to a Christmas party. I mean, we're rock, we're rocking around the Christmas tree. Everyone's in Christmas sweatshirts. It's yeah. a, it's a we're boogieing to Santa Claus, and you got a big old turkey, and you got a ham, and you got some of these staples, and somebody brings a tray full of biscuits for dinner. I don't think, I'm, wow, that's Christmas. I wouldn't be mad. Yeah, well, that's because. Are there biscuits now? Did we bring yeah. some to the podcast? I would eat the crowd. I would break those biscuits open and I would have a turkey ham stuffing cranberry sauce yeah. biscuit right then. All right. Oh, yeah, this is enlightening, actually. <laughs> I know. Now I need now, biscuits. Now we need biscuits. Now, this one I don't understand. It's Christmas cornbread. What's the difference? I don't. It doesn't give me. They, we, I only get the difference for the apple pie. I, there's no <laughs> argument Christmas for Christmas cornbread. That Maybe it's because we live in the South. Cornbread all the time. Cornbread yes. all the time. Every dinner, yeah. Uh, um, mashed potatoes. Yeah, that's well, that's yeah. on every meal. Like, it's, it's, yeah. this is what we eat in the South. Now, I have a, I do have a question when it comes to mashed potatoes. Yeah, boxed or real mashed potatoes? Real, real mashed potatoes. Real mashed potatoes. I prefer Boxed. instant. <laughs> now this this is this is someone I I love cooking. I love I dabbled in culinary arts. I love instant mashed potatoes. Love it. The creamy. The, yeah. <laughs> and some of them come pre-seasoned. With oh yeah, the gar- yeah. It's, yeah. So, it's easy, and they're they have the perfect consistency already. 
I like instant mashed potatoes. In my brain, when I'm eating instant mashed potatoes, I'm still a little kid, and I think, I'm an astronaut eating dehydrated food. I'm an astronaut. In fact, homemade biscuits with instant mashed potatoes sounds really good right now. Oh no! I'm a I'm a I can, so I I cannot open the containers of biscuits, the things that you unwrap. You can't. I don't. Oh, like the he refuses. Oh, is scared of it? I yes. <laughs> oh, I don't like the way they taste. So. Oh, I. People will he make doesn't these. doesn't like that they home, slow down on. Yeah, but the fluffy or the flaky buttery biscuits that just peel apart with butter in it, I'll eat the mess out of. One those. time, this is a Christmas story. One time at Christmas, um, I accidentally left a can of biscuits sitting on the oven while it was on. <laughs> No. And so we were just hanging out, waiting on a pie to bake or something. All of a sudden, huge explosion, biscuits everywhere. Oh, it was man. awesome. <laughs> so I've got a, a kind of similar story. We were camping one time. I used to camp three days a month and then three weeks out of the summer every year with scouts. And when we camped, we sometimes we would camp like really hardcore. Like you're out in the woods with a trash bag and three sticks and you need to build a shelter and, and survive for three days. So we would camp really, really hardcore. Um, and we also were just a bunch of, of, of boys. So stupidity, you know, came in all shapes and colors. Um, and one time we had this giant can, those huge bushes, cans of beans. And a buddy of mine was like, you can cook them in the can. And I was like, <laughs> What? And he was like, yeah, you don't have to get anything dirty. You just put the can on the coals. Now, did you miss a key aspect of that statement? No. You have to open the can first. <laughs> so he, he said, what you do is you put it in there. And, and mind you, this gentleman was an adult. Yeah. And, and was, well, they, We're adults. We're adults now. But, but he, he was an adult in the military. So uh, as a kid, oh, that's a problem. this is a soldier... Who has been trained? He knows things, right? Sure, in my yeah. head, so he puts this giant family-sized things of beans on the on the on the coals, and he's like, you, you know, it'll, it'll melt the wrapper away, and it did. Mm. And he said, but you wait, and when the can starts to expand, we get it off real fast, and that's when you know it's done. And then you let it cool off, open it up, and it's cooked. It's like pressure cooking. And I was like, this guy's the smartest guy I've ever met in my life. Well, then we were all sitting around telling stories, forgot about the can. Oh no! And so we're just—I don't know if that actually works or not. I have Maybe. no idea. But then we started hearing tink, 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 and we're all going, "Well, that's the weirdest sound I've ever heard in my life." <laughs> Especially in the woods. Yeah, we're in the middle of nowhere in Germany in the woods. There's nobody for just kilometers and kilometers. What is the sound? And again, it never registered. It's you know midnight, and we're all looking around going, "This is weird." No, we didn't have cell phones, and then. Boom! Flaming beanies come pouring down from the sky. We're running up. Serpentine! Serpentine! As, as flaming hot beanies are sticking to me. It burned everything. And then oh, we get man. finished. We're all, you know, battle scarred, wounded, and bleeding. We're like, what happened? And that guy goes, huh? We forgot about the beam. <laughs> we, we just got bombed. And he's like, ah, oh, that's weird. Oh, that's good. But no, so I, I'm, a, I'm an instant mashed potatoes. Like, I'll, I'll eat any kind of potatoes. I'm convinced, and I will argue, and I will die on this hill, potatoes are the greatest food of all time. Oh, the, the greatest mash food that comes out of the ground. Yeah. Mash them. Hash them. <laughs> boil them. Stick them in a stick stew. Stick them in a stew. <laughs> but French fries, chips. But I mean, if you, if you bring me, uh, uh, you know, I've cooked these mashed potatoes for three hours. Labor of love. 
Who uh, cooks mashed potatoes for three hours? I don't know. It takes me like five minutes with the instant stuff. I just gotta get the water to a boil and then whisk it real fast. <laughs> um, but if you, br- I'll eat it. But if you tell me, look, I'm sorry. This year, I just I got some some store bought. Where'd it go? Oh, sorry, we dropped something. But if you if you got me some store bought cheesy, I'll eat the mess out of those. So, and I think you told me that you guys um, eat this um, tied up meat dish. Oh, Christmases. So we're, say that again. Reladen. Reladen. Uh, okay. We're gonna talk about that in just a second. <laughs> um, the last two on the list: cranberry sauce. Yes. Yeah. It has to be in the shape of a can, right? Yes. yes. If I'm in the mood for something that's gonna turn my face inside out, that's when I. <laughs> Fresh cranberry sauce. <laughs> I've I've I made the mistake years ago. I bought one um, because I'm like you know every every husband out there that when she told me to go buy something, I only heard part of it. So I heard buy canned cranberries. So I bought a jar or a can of just whole cranberries, and I was like, here. And she's like, we can't eat this. I'm like, y'all are just ungrateful. And y'all was, we'll eat it. And I I tried it's to eat it. <laughs> oh wait, you can't eat that. You can't. Right. This is terrible. And then uh, and then stuffing is the number one um, Christmas dish in America. Wow. No turkey, no ham. So when they say stuffing, so you know there's dressing. There's and, dressing in the south uh, and stuffing in the yeah. north. Now I do like um, the breadcrumb stuffing. It's really good. Have you ever had it? No. no. Yeah. So. It's, Again, I, we're in the it, but I would I would not call them the same thing no at all but but I do like it it's delicious now even with stuffing I I am a fan of stuffing um, was dressing is what we dressing dressing sorry there's gotta, that's the one you don't like I don't like that um, that's crazy that's not that is not on my pal I'll eat it but it's not I don't I don't look forward to it. But even with stuffing, when we had we we tried to host a Thanksgiving this year, we're not hostess by any stretch of the imagination. I don't like that many people in my house, right? Um, and especially I don't like people that I just don't like, or, or you know, we don't spend it. Yeah. When it comes to when it comes to family, again, I had a very small family, but it's weird that you don't talk to people for like a year, but then it's mm-hmm. understood that they're going to come into your house. <laughs> and I'm like, who are these people? Just because we're blood related doesn't mean we're friends. Um, but we, we hosted, we had some family over and we said, Hey, you know, this is what we're making. Amber and I were going to make the ham. We got stuffing and stuff. And so right before we go to serve, I was like, I got to make the stuffing. And everybody looked at me and they're like, we're about to make plates. You don't, you don't have time to make stuffing. I was like, yeah, I got this bag. That's <laughs> <laughs> in for instructions yeah, right here. Yeah, it's, it says this will be ready in under five minutes. And like, they literally would not let me make it. <laughs> they're like, no, no, no. And I was like, this is stovetop stuffing. And they were like, that's no, that's just a bag of wet bread. We're not, <laughs> we're not eating that. So I didn't, I didn't know that there was a big difference in stuffing. I just, I, I'm an instant kind of guy. I lived on Hot Pockets and, and ramen noodles for many, many a year. And so, canned ravioli. Oh, I can eat some canned ravioli straight out the can. Don't even put my oh god. Up. You're not throwing the canned raviolis in the fire? No. <laughs> on one week. He throws hot pockets on the counter and just waits for them to thaw. I like room no. temperature. That's foods. insane. That yeah. will kill you. <laughs> He's serious. Well, it's they're not, it's fine. They're not good for you hot. <laughs> no. Well, I burnt myself because you listen to, like, you read the instructions and it says cook for like a minute and a half. Right. You cook for a minute and a half. Uh huh. There's a 50 50 shot. The inside is going to be a frozen log of cheese. Sure. Or lava cheese. Or the sun. Yeah, there's no in between. They never cook right. And I've messed around for years going, look, this is a minute and a half, minute 25. I know this is going to sound insane. You can cut it in half and check with your finger first. 
And if it's too hot, guess what? You can let it sit there, and it'll cut, it'll get to the right temperature. I'm eating room temperature <laughs> hot pockets. What part of that statement makes you think that I've thought any of this through? I guess you're right. It's know. just throw the hot pockets on the counter, and everybody's like, it's been here for four hours. It's almost done. Give, give it three more hours, and it'll be safe for me to consume. Um, so now we're going into, hold on, let me check my list. Checking it twice. Um, so we've done top Christmas foods. Um, and you, you have you, to talk to them about Rilodin, though. I mean, well, that goes into the next one, the oh, Christmas yeah. traditions. Um, I'm really surprised that you eat just barbecue. Do you eat anything weird for Christmas? No, my grandparents host Christmas, and they're very traditional. That's one thing. I don't know how it is out of the South, but I've noticed, like, grandparents are, like, in charge of keeping families together, I feel. Yes. Um, yes. Like, oh, you see, it's... Grow, I didn't have grandparents like that growing up. Um, yeah, me neither. I, I had my grandma, but she was... Uh, she let everyone else handle it. <laughs> <laughs> well, so, so my, my dad's family um, immigrated from Germany to Kentucky. My mom's family immigrated from Germany to Utah. So they were on two other sides of the country. And the... When you go to when you go when I'd go see my family in Kentucky, it was warm Southern hospitality. That was my first exposure to it. Homes felt homey. They might they might be small, but there was pictures all over the walls. Yeah. And there were little end tables with more pictures. And it was just like you felt love when you stepped over the threshold. Then you go over to the other side of the country in Salt Lake City, Utah. Yeah. Where it is one one of the nicest places you'll ever go. Um but it was, you walk into these beautiful mansions, almost mansions, and it is just... Don't touch anything. There's nothing to touch. Oh, it's empty? It's literally three pictures on the wall and a couch. Oh. And it was just these big, empty rooms. Um, or like, you know, they, they put a tree... There, My aunt's living room, they built a beautiful, beautiful house. Um, and they were showing us this massive, massive tree. And there's just so much space. Big open windows that look out over everything. Um, but there's no, there's no trinkets. There's no clutter. There's no, what to me feels like home now is just stuff. Look, Hey, look at my stuff. <laughs> this is my stuff. Um, and so it brought personality, but, but living overseas, you couldn't come home and see family. Or if you did, you saw one side or the other. Um, but now when I talk to people, if I try to be like, Hey, what are you doing this weekend? I know it's Thanksgiving. But, oh, we're, everybody's answer is we're going to grandma's house. We're going to grandpa's yes. house. Like I've realized like you, you don't get a choice. Like if, if grandma's wow. hosting, buddy, you're showing up. <laughs> you, you, you will be there yeah. to be fed by grandma. I wish it were that easy for us. We, we always have to, um, me and my family, we always are having those. So where are we going when? Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. yeah so, we have like multiple places that we have yeah. to go. Yeah. Really? Yeah. So like Christmas Day. So here, let me break like it Christmas down for Day, you. we stay home. But... Let, let me break it down for you. Our generation, for the most part, a lot of our parents didn't stay together. Yeah. Oh. So. So you're multiple homes. So, and... yeah, now that we have kids, we go to my, we got my mom, my dad, Ariel's mom, Ariel's dad, and then whoever else wants to see us on top of that. So there's So not, we have to, we have to pick and choose. There's not a big communal... It not, is you four different how four different get-togethers you have to do. Yeah, are you you the same way? Four different ones or we've got 
the one with you guys, yep. and then with my mom's side, and then my dad's side. So we only have three, but that's, that's, same principle. That's three yeah. too many, in my opinion. <laughs> we <laughs> all get together or not. One day I might take my, my throne as the matri- patriarch of the family and just have everybody over, <laughs> but I doubt it. <laughs> well, yeah, there will become a time when we are... We are the elder yeah, we're really? the fans. Yeah. Yeah. I'm only one generation away now. Like, yeah. It's I it's think my dad oh, yeah. my dad yeah. asked. Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness, yeah. I, we've lost grandparents in this last couple of years. Yeah. So. My dad abdicated. So I'm, <laughs> I'm already the guy everyone calls saying, Okay, what are we doing? Oh my so. goodness. Well see now a couple of years ago, um it's been two years now, my grandfather passed away. And um, he was an angry old German man in every sense of the word. So, like, my family, half my family flew out there right before Christmas. And they said, look, he's not going to make it. You know, he's going to pass away. And I was like, okay, well, you know, he's, he's 93. So he's long, long, good life. It's time. Um, and that booger held in there until Christmas morning. Oh, wow. Man. So we all wake up and start opening gifts, and everyone's like, yeah, he's still here. And he's like, is it Christmas? And they said, yeah. And he was like, screw you guys. And he went. <laughs> so so we're sitting here with our kids, and everybody's crying, and our kids are opening up presents going, Merry Christmas. And we're Merry Christmas. <laughs> it was the most awkward thing. And then my sister and I had to get on a, an emergency flight and fly out to Utah on Christmas Day. If you're ever going to fly... Man, Christmas Day was nice. Yeah, everyone's already flown, right? The airport's empty. Wow. We had the whole place to ourselves. Wow. The plane was empty. It was it was nice. Flying back was terrible. Everybody's flying back. Yeah, Christmas. exactly. Yeah. Um, but no. So now every Christmas morning we have the the memory of it's it's been two years now since Opie passed away. So My just, God. He he held on till till Christmas. But that was the, that was the most Opie thing I've ever. <laughs> Very on brand. <laughs> if, if you want to yeah. know what my Opie was like, that's it. Um, but, uh, now that goes into Christmas traditions. Now my, our big tradition goes in, ties in with food. So we celebrate, uh, when we celebrated Christmas overseas, uh, in Europe, you would do your Christmas, Christmas Eve. Christmas Eve was when you got together with the family. Yeah. Christmas Eve yes. was when you, you did the big meal. Christmas morning was you went to church. That was the day for that. And so we celebrate, we, we have technically, I guess, three Christmases. We have December 6th, which is St. Nicholas Day. Um, and that's the, the day that we celebrate the actual person that created Christmas. Speaking of which. What? It's what you're named after. Oh, yeah. It's, that's who I'm named after. Yeah. Nicholas Claus. I'm named after him. Um, so we t- we tell the kids the story of a man that would travel around. And in Europe, you do not wear shoes in people's houses. You want to you get kicked out violently? Leave your shoes on. You don't even... There's not a, there's not a mud room or a threshold. You leave them outside. So on your and we didn't we didn't have porches. You had little stoops. Yeah. And you'd just be rows of shoes and boots. And you would doesn't matter who it is. You'd visit. You know your great grandma's house. You take your shoes off. Your friends take their shoes off. And what what would happen is that Saint Nicholas would go around and he would put treats in children's shoes. And then they would wake up and they'd come and there would be oranges and little chocolates and stuff. And that's that's what started the the, the Christmas thing. So we celebrate that on December sixth. The kids put their shoes out and we put something in there. And then we do Christmas Eve, we do a, a big thing at my or my parents' house, usually, or, or our house. Um, and that's our German uh, Christmas tradition. And we make uh, we make it once a year, and it's called Rouladen. And it's a German food we eat. Um, and what you do is you go get, they're called breakfast steaks, really thin-cut yeah, steaks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
and you hammer the ever-loving mess out, like you're taking all your yearly's anger of your family and German hatred out on this steak. So it goes from, you know, baseball size to football size by the time you're done with it. And then you put like mustard and relish and other seasonings in it. Bacon. Bacon. And then you roll it up and you tie it with string. And you tie it into these balls. And then you cook them in a crock pot for like 12 hours. Mm. And you make like... In a, a broth. In a broth, like with a goulash. And you eat potatoes and carrots and stuff. And then you take them out and you can pan fry them if you want right there. At the yeah. Evening. But then you put them on your plate and we would all have it with like green beans and potatoes and stuff. And then right before you eat, everybody grabs a string and you shake the string and all the meat falls out. Oh, and so mm. it just, it literally just falls apart. Oh, that sounds good. Takes it's so good. Takes all day to make, so that's why we only make it once a year. But it's it's one of our few family traditions that my grandparents did, and they did it in Utah while we did it in Germany. And now it's become, a, we were on other sides of the country, but we still do it. Um, because we're not big, we're not big tradition people when it comes to Christmas, because we didn't have a whole lot of people. Right. There wasn't, you know, it was four of us. I can't stress enough, it was always just four <laughs> of us. Um, so we didn't have that. We didn't have like big Christmas movies we watched, but that was one that, that is one that we have, we have kept on. You only eat this once a year, no matter what. And, um, there's no amount of begging. We've tried to do it. Look, let's do it for Thanksgiving instead of Christmas. We've got kids and that doesn't matter. You're not changing it. It will be Christmas Eve. And if you're not there, sucks to suck. You just, you're not getting it. And there's no leftovers. So like it's either be there or be squared. You're not getting any. Um, now, when I looked up Christmas traditions, some of these I know. Some of these I'm very excited. Um, one of the top ten Christmas uh, traditions, Christmas jumper. Christmas about like t- like footsie pajamas? No. Sweatshirt. Ugly Christmas sweater. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I have one of those on currently. You do? I've got a Star Wars one I was going to put on here just nice. a second. Um, one is 12 days of Christmas. I don't know. that. We don't like celebrate. That is referring to like the counting up the twelve days. I wonder. I wonder if they mean Advent. Yeah, I wonder if they mean Advent. Advent. Yeah, I think that's what I think that's what that's about. Yeah. Now we do yeah. we do Advent calendars. Yeah. You guys we, do. We don't. No. Bah humbug. Yeah. <laughs> Just go buy one. It comes with chocolate. Charlotte will love it. Nice. Okay. We we now over the years we've gotten some of like the uh, like the wooden the, ones the wooden ones we've gotten some cool Funko ones because every year they release oh like the twenty four advent calendar of some sort of toy um, but the chocolate ones my kids just love chocolate um, Secret Santa I don't do that no. I, I've done it once at at work it was, it was yeah we don't do Secret Santa but we'll do White Elephant okay we do White Elephant at our family's Christmas party. What the heck is the difference in that? And what what? Why well, else? I mean, you swap the gifts swap. or whatever, right? Yeah, yes, yeah. you can steal gifts. Oh. You just buy things. It's not for a specific person. Oh, okay. So Secret yeah. Santa is I, I. You are getting a gift from me. You can't yeah. trade yes. it. White Elephant is whenever you sit around and. Okay. And our now, family doesn't buy new gifts for that. We bring something we already own that nice. we wrapped. <laughs> so someone's been like, "Oh man, I hope she brings." <laughs> <laughs> Nick brought dirty socks again this year. <laughs> We're going to quit inviting him over to the family Christmas. What did you get for Christmas? Random crap I had in my car because I forgot. <laughs> well, our family like randomly stockpiles things they buy throughout the year. Oh, yeah, yeah, yes. And so they'll yeah. go in a store and be like, this is a great deal. I'll put it in the closet as a gift for later. Yeah. Like five, later is white elephant. Five months ago, uh, her mom called and said, I found this blanket I want to buy. I found it online. And her mom's not tech savvy. And we were like, okay. And we look it up. And we're like, yeah, it's a pretty good deal. She goes, great. I'll take seven. 
We were like, why do you need seven blankets? And she was like, forget about it. So I have a feeling that blanket's going to make a resurgence here in the next couple of days. Now, I remember, what was it? What's the other? Is it Dirty Santa? It's the same as White Elephant. Same, yeah. same as White Elephant, but you get you get funny gifts, right? Or is that... Some people buy new gifts for Dirty Santa. Okay. I thought one of them you, you got like, you try to get random, almost inappropriate gifts. And you're, tr- it's, you're trying to be funny. You're trying I think to... you can do that for both. Okay. Yeah. So, okay. Depends on who you're with. Yes. Now this Sounds like a lot of rules. Yeah. This is well. When did Christmas become the <laughs> dictatorship? <laughs> Grandma is the overlord and speaks for the family. Um, now this one I used to be a big fan of, not so much anymore. Eggnog. I love eggnog. I do too. Okay, I've got uh, a story about eggnog. Uh, <laughs> I'm here. I'm All loving right. it. Ready. So um, we were over at my dad's house, and he made. Now Charlotte thinks it's reindeer milk because he made eggnog with green <laughs> In my head, milk. I see your dad milking reindeer now. Yeah. This is a family tradition. Get over here, Ruhoff. Charlotte, because Charlotte, Nick bought eggnog the other day, and I was like, oh, it's reindeer milk. She said, no, reindeer milk is green because he made it with green food coloring and a little bit of mint added oh. to it. So she, like, I think she actually believes that it she, is, yeah, in fact, reindeer Yeah, she thinks you can buy milk. reindeer milk. Yes. I was about to judge you guys. You all were just yelling at me for eating room temperature <laughs> hot You guys drink reindeer <laughs> milk. It's <laughs> disgusting. Eggnog that has turned green is me. That's, that's a sign it's bad, right? Yeah. <laughs> that is that is absolutely adorable. Reindeer yes. milk. That I love is, that. Now, I used to be a diehard eggnog fan. One, it's gotten expensive. It has. And I feel like the containers have gotten smaller They have gotten smaller. smaller. But one year, I think about two years ago, um, I went to go buy eggnog, and we were at work, and a friend of mine was like, have you ever read the back of it, the calorie count on eggnogs? And I was trying to be healthy. I was like, it's, it's milk. It can't be that bad. And it was like 5,000 calories a Whoa. sip. And I was like, oh, no, put this back. And so I haven't done it. But if you ever want to put on masks, just yeah. get eggnog. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm going to remember reindeer milk now for the rest of my life. <laughs> um, one of them's Christmas cookies. Um, now, we like making cookies. That's one of the fun things we like to do. We made Grinch cookies this year that were green. They were really good. Um, now, do you guys do this one? The Christmas pickle. The what? The Christmas no. pickle. No, we are big Christmas okay. pickle fans. All right, please elaborate. It's a Christmas ornament, it's and you hide it in the Christmas tree. What? I think I have heard of it, but yeah. no, we haven't. So I don't, I don't Hold know. Hold on. Yeah, okay. So we Sorry, have one- your brain... I, I just realized that I've been at several people's houses going, oh, they got a pickle in there. <laughs> yeah. What's that about? Yeah. But then I immediately forget about it until the next person I go, why do they got a pickle in their tree? <laughs> so we, we actually hide it. So we have, in our house, you all can't see it because you guys are in, in internet land, but uh, I've got two trees. So I've got the tree in my living room that has colored lights, which I love. I love the glow of, of colored lights. Me and I just, I just think that feels home. Um, and that's got all of our family ornaments. So every year, um, everybody gets one new ornament. And we've done that since I was a kid. So when I when, when I got married and moved out, my family gifted me a shoebox full of every ornament I had had since I was a kid. So now I had, you know, 20-something ornaments to put on my tree. So we do that with our kids. So every year, um, there's four new ornaments. So now there's five with our new baby. But we also get a family ornament where it's got like, you know, five snowmen you paint on or whatever. So that tree gets those. 
And then in our walkway, we have a big 12-foot tree that's the more traditional white lights, red and green ornaments. That's our look-pretty tree, so people think we have class. Um, but we have a, a two-inch pickle ornament, and we'll hide it, and we'll hide it in one or two of the trees. And I don't put it on a branch. I'll put it near the core of the tree, turned sideways, shoved underneath a piece of garland, and the kids will almost destroy the trees to find that pickle because whoever finds the pickle gets to open the first gift on Christmas Eve. That's, I like that. That's the way we that's, do it. That's fun. That's that fun. sounds I like fun. That. So we, that's what we do. There's a lot less rules than the other traditions there. That just sounds like fun. Oh. It is till they almost tear your tree down. Your tree right, tree. yeah. Now, I'm going to do these next two, and then I'm going to talk to you about, speaking of rules, Amber's family, it's, it, is, it is a rule-ran Christmas. But the number two Amer- most popular Christmas tradition in America that these random people voted on, Elf on a Shelf. I've never done that. Never done we that. Don't it weirds that me either. out. One, it weirds me out, and two, every year I see nothing but like day three people complaining about how much work this is. Yeah. And then they'll they'll throw flour all over their kitchen, that's, and they'll be like, Jingles the Elf was see, here. That, and I'm like, you just made a mess that you have to clean up now. Yeah, you fool. That is that is a tradition born solely out of people wanting to take advantage of social media. Yeah. Yes. The same people that take pictures of their food, you know. I've never been a big food. Food, food picture taker. I take pictures yeah. of books. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a book guy, not a food guy. Last one, and this one's uh, the Christmas tree. Everybody's got a Christmas tree. Yeah, everybody tree. has a Christmas tree. Now, um, with, with Amber's family, um, we I didn't, I didn't realize this. We don't have rules when it comes to, to gift giving. We don't have rules when it comes to Christmas. Usually what we do, and it's just an unwritten thing, is you know there's, there's five of us here. So if we were opening gifts, we would all grab a gift, and then we would open a gift. So like if I got you all all something, you all open my gift. And then we'd open it up and go, oh, that's what we got, thank you. And you move on. Um, and we did this once when Amber's, Amber's family came over to our house. and eating. No, we went to Jesse's. We went to Jesse's. And we they all handed us a gift. And so my crew opened up the gift. And uh, and one of, the, one of the people there was like, oh, so we're not taking turns here? Like, got audibly angry. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, what are we talking about? And he was like, no, one at a time. Wow. wow. And so I was like, okay, there's like 15 of us. And this tree has so many gifts. It's like, you know, grown like mold <laughs> onto the couch. And he did. He one gift to you. Everybody stop what you're doing. Watch. And That's... you would open your gift and then now show it to us. The poor introverts. Right? Yeah. Which I'm very At what point does it stop being fun? Like, why continue? All of that. So, (laughs) we didn't like it. And then I found out that they go to, like, a huge family get-together in South Georgia, and it takes all day. They open gifts? They will all sit around, one at a time, opening a gift, and then when they all, they'll hit the point where they need to stop for breakfast, then they'll eat breakfast, then they go back to opening gifts, and, like, if you're on your phone or playing, what are you doing? Like, they'll get mad. It's gift time. Grandma's opening a sweatshirt. You need to watch it, or it's not special. <laughs> and we're, we're not, I'm, man. I've got, especially with Noah having having a child with autism. They're not going to sit there and no, no, no. It is ripped through as fast as you can, and he yeah. will cover himself in wrapping paper and try to bury himself. And he'll go, "I'm a gift. <laughs> I'm a Christmas gift under the tree. You have to open." <laughs> and I'll open it up, and he goes, "It's me, Noah." And I'm like, "Hey, Merry Christmas." So we, we we just we like destroying stuff. I'm not all here for the for the rules, no. the rules and stuff. Um, if you're know. if you're ever sitting there on Christmas board, 
and and, wrong. and yeah, it's yeah, or you're miserable. Yeah, that's not a fun memory to have for yeah. Christmas. No, have fun, do silly stuff, embarrass someone. Now, <laughs> we've we've got a few <laughs> few more talking points. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna start this one off with it's not necessarily the worst Christmas memories. Um, you know, we're not we're not trying to throw drama or shade or call people out or nothing. But something that was a an uncomfortable Christmas memory. Mine, um, Amber actually submitted to a radio and got on the radio one time. So a few years ago, we were at her family's Christmas, and um, they handed uh, Amber a gift, and she opened it up, and it was a pair of adult onesie Georgia pajamas. Mm-hmm. Now, number one, I'm six foot three. My wife is six one. So you got to try really hard to get big jammies that fit us. Two, I'm hot natured. I don't want fleece-lined pajamas covering your entire person. No, that is that is that is a hot pocket. Um, and number three, I don't watch sports, so I care. It, but so she opens it up and she does the, the the best acting I've ever seen. She's like, "Oh, thank you. I was you know all year long I've been thinking about these onesie pajamas." And everyone's like, you know, giving off that fake smile, like, "Yeah, we did good." Um, then it goes to her sister, and her sister opens up a gift. What is it? Ones in Georgia pajamas, and everyone's oh, oh. And now, mind you, I'm I'm an intelligent adult. <laughs> I have a master's degree. I'm a smart boy. I know that her family buys multiple of gifts. I know this every year. They'll go to a store. They'll buy fifteen of an item. And that's what everyone's getting. So now, two people have opened, and the chain of people have opened these gifts. Got the exact same thing. So, smart brain tells me what's coming. Is everybody's about to get this. But in this moment, dumb Nick has taken over and is over there with, with my brother-in-law going, Hoo-wee! I hate pajamas. I hope for goodness sake I don't get none of those pajamas. I'm glad I didn't get any. And he's over there going, absolutely. Like, who wears pajamas? And we're very audible about it. We're the only two talking. Because the whole family looks just as awkward as you guys are looking at me now going, you fool. <laughs> Get the foot out of your mouth. Well, then it goes to the next person. And then the next person. And it keeps getting Georgia pajamas. And then I realize, <laughs> smart Nick has been banging on the door. Shut up, you fool. And then I finally go, I'm about to, I'm about to have to eat crow. And I look at my brother-in-law and he's still just going. He's like, man, everybody got these. And then it gets to us and they hand us the package. And he grabs it and squeezes it and goes, I wonder, I wonder what it is. And his, his countenance changes. And I'm like, welcome to the party, buddy. We got here way too late. So I open it up and everybody's just wide-eyed, hands on their hips going, what are you going to say now? And we pull out our Georgia onesies and we're just, yay! We were just joking this entire time. We actually really wanted these. And my, my lovely wife is, is in the back going, try them on! Just put them on! If you love them that much, put them on! Um, and it ruined the... I mean, it didn't ruin it, but the whole Christmas was awkward. We'd be grabbing food later on, and somebody would walk up and go, hey, hey, like the pajamas, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> and so it is because... That is my most awkward, uncomfortable Christmas memory. So do you guys, do you guys have any, anything like that? No, I can't think. I can't think of any time I've done anything that embarrassing at yeah. Christmas. No, I enjoyed your Christmas failure. Oh, that was, that was enough wonderful. for everybody. Now, growing up, um, I had some good Christmas and some, and some bad Christmas. We were we were you know living on a military budget. We we you know we weren't rich. We we 
rich in memories, rich in love, not rich in, in coin, um, which I would never change for anything. Um, but growing up, I didn't have money. I have a job. Child labor was illegal where I was, so I couldn't work. So, you know, my Christmas gifts were like, you know, things my mom took me to, with her to go buy for her. Um, but every year, my sister would have like 10 boxes with my name on it. And I'm sitting there going, How, where did you get money from? You're two years younger than me. I don't have money for gifts. Where did you get money for gifts? And every year to this day, I have to frisk her when she leaves my house. She would spend all year stealing my stuff. Wow. <laughs> and would give it back to me. And sometimes, like, it would be terrible. Like, one time she stole one of my shoes. So I, could, so I couldn't find the shoe. So I threw away the right shoe. Because I couldn't find then, it for six months. And then months. you got a left shoe for Christmas. <laughs> I got a left shoe for Christmas. I have an orange hat that I wore everywhere for years. Not only did she steal it for a year and a half, but she took it cross country and took pictures with other people wearing my hat all over the country wow. and made me a photo album. And so every year for Christmas, it was what am I getting that was mine <laughs> that she stole from me. And growing up, if I lost something, I'd go to her room. And I would start searching. She's got it hidden somewhere. And she was the best liar. My sister has never been in trouble a day in her life. She would watch me do stupid stuff. And my parents would be like, did you take it? And she'd be like, Father, no. I didn't take it. I'm not a thief. Nick's lying. They'd look at me and they'd go, yeah, that's believable. Nick, you're a liar. <laughs> Three months later, I get it for Christmas from my sister. I look at my parents. I go, see, you didn't believe me. And they'd go, ah, but you're a liar. Your sister's <laughs> being funny. She stole your Game Boy for four months. And you haven't been able to play Game Boy for four months. That's Christmas humor. But to this day, if she comes over to my house, I have to be like, empty your pockets. Because I'll find her in my office just touching things. <laughs> what are you doing? I just imagine, this is the way I'm imagining this, is like, you're over there just distraught, and then the studio audience is just l clapping and cheering Every, her on. Everybody. She's got her hands on her hips winking at the camera. Yeah, and they're yeah. going, oh, Kristen. <laughs> um, and it, it's become a family tradition now that, that she steals from me. And now the whole family <laughs> is like excited. Like, well, let's see what Kristen stole this year. <laughs> it really is. She's, she's, she's a rogue and she rolled really, really high on her, what is it, dexterity for, for thieving? Or what is it, for I sneak? Think, yeah. I'm not a big Dungeons Dragons fan, but she would do that every year um and literally I, I wouldn't doubt it she's probably listening whenever she listens to this she's probably going ha ha wait till this year <laughs> i've stolen i've stolen some stuff um so we have memories like that now for good memories that, that memories for christmas that capture the magic uh, of, of gift giving um i kind of you have none <laughs> sure i mean yeah I, you know i lived in a box in one year i got a new <laughs> box <laughs> No, I, you know, I, I love the memories of my folks, but I guess nothing sticks out. Really? Man. Anyone else? My heart, no. <laughs> my heart just grew three sizes smaller. You've ruined Christmas. Christmas is over. Get the decorations down. One, one time. No, no. Not even that? Wow. It's, it's comically sad. <laughs> And the Christmas episode is over. Now we're in therapy. Bring the couch out. <laughs> Tell me about your Christmas. But man, so for me, um, I, I, we talked about it a little beforehand. I was you know, a big Pokemon fan. Um, and one year I wanted Pokemon either gold or silver when it had come out. Because I'm really old and that was out back then. Um, and that game was revolutionary on its own. Before it was red or blue pixels. Then we got yellow 
which was look, there's a different shade of green that throw in there now. And yeah. So when you go to different towns, it's it's less green and more red, mm-hmm. and I that was amazing. Then we went to Pokemon Gold and Silver, and now I've got a Pokemon following behind me. Got a whole world. Yeah, and I mean it was, it was there was Pokemon out there in the wild that I could talk to, and and we'd go to Kanto and Joe, and there was time changes, and there's Pokemon go to sleep now, and it's game changing. I really wanted that. So Christmas morning comes up. Open up my presents. I got like an Ash Ketchum hat. I got a Pokedex. Got some Pokemon cards. Got Pokemon stuff. It was a wonderful Christmas. Didn't get the game. Yeah. And I was, I was, you know, being an ADHD child, I there was no filter. I spoke what came into my brain. So my parents said, "How was Christmas, Nick?" And I was like, "It was, sucked. Christmas sucked. I didn't get the Pokemon." And I have a good one now, but I'll let you finish. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but so we, we went through and and. Uh, they, they sat down and talked to me about the importance of, of giving and not receiving. And we had a very Charlie Brown Christmas. This is the real spirit, Nick, not Pokemons. Um, and so we did that, and I was like, you know what? It's okay. My parents, my little brain grew a little bit, so my parents worked really hard. They got me gifts. They got me thoughtful gifts. A lot of people don't get gifts. I should be thankful. Um, and then we went to the office Christmas party for my dad, which was the, uh, the, the CID department in the military. Um, and so we're in all these offices and it's just a bunch of people that, you know, catch bad guys for a living. It's a whole bunch of Batmans in a room together, yeah. um, talk, you know, sharing war stories. You remember when so-and-so tried to blow up the commander of the, oh yeah, that was a good time. And as a kid, I'm like, what? Um, but then there was a tiny little tree full of gifts underneath it. And, uh, of course being a kid, when you see a gift under a tree, your eyes just lock mm-hmm. and, there's big gifts, medium gifts, and small gifts. So all of our eyes lock onto the big gift. I'm like, that big gift is mine. I don't know what it is. It's a real Pikachu. Um, and so they start giving off gifts, and the big gifts go here and go there and go there. And I didn't get any of those, and so my heart's breaking again. And then they hand me a little gift, one of the smallest gifts there. And I'm like, <sighs> probably like a watch or something. And I open it up, and my parents are over there just... You know, eyes glossy with Christmas spirit, and it was it was Pokemon Pokemon Silver, and then they had brought my Game Boy with them with fresh batteries, and so I sat in the interrogation office of the CID department for the Army, just over there going, I'm playing the new Pokemon, it's the greatest Christmas ever, and that one I, for that memory, got etched in stone in my brain, and I, that will forever be one of my favorite Christmas memories. That sounds really happy. It was very, very happy. Very happy. Very heartwarming. It was. Did it, did it warm your heart? Did it help your heart grow a few sizes? Yeah. So this is what happened with me. <laughs> um, so one year, it was the year that Kingdom Hearts came out. That was going to be my memory. Oh, is, what a year! We can, we can segue to your story, too, then. Um, that's all I want. I didn't want a single other thing and didn't expect anything else. But I, I wanted Kingdom Hearts bad. So Christmas Eve comes around, and my mom's husband was like, "You know what, kids? We're gonna let you have one today. Oh, we're, gonna let, we're gonna let you have a gift." So they hand they they pick the gifts for us. They hand us gifts. My sister opens up. I don't know if you guys remember what a password journal is. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay, it's what every girl wanted back no. then. Okay, maybe not you guys, I but it. I but it. it was big. She opened it up. She freaked out. Oh my god, a password journal, right? Just freaking out. With a lock, you have to actually say. Yeah, she she set up her little password. Oh, that's fancy. Oh yeah, it was wonderful. She was so stoked. They handed me a pair of socks, and I was like, (laughs) "Thank, 
thank you. And just started bawling, crying. I was, you know, eight or nine. Really hurt. Instead of them making a cool prank out of it, they threw the game at me and said, there, are you done crying? And that was my Christmas memory, guys. (laughs) (laughs) There, are you done crying? (laughs) That reminds me of my... I only got socks for Christmas. You don't see me crying. Wow. But yeah, no, I love that. The game was awesome. I immediately <laughs> immediately played it and got over it. But The moment you said Kingdom Hearts, I, I got Kingdom Hearts for Christmas. That, that was, too. Yeah, yeah, me too. Yeah, that was... Play, the PlayStation <laughs> yeah. 2 and the Kingdom Hearts. Ariel, what was your Kingdom Hearts story? Oh, you got a PlayStation 2 with it? Yeah. Wow. That was, that was the yeah. Whoa. We're in different tax the... brackets at this table. <laughs> That was my big Christmas. My butler brought me my PlayStation first thing that morning, in fact. <laughs> no, Man, you had a PlayStation 2. So we had, we, I don't know about you, we had a family console. Like, yeah, you, yeah, us too. Well, yeah. You can have a Game Boy, but this PlayStation is the family PlayStation. This In, uh, in my room, I had uh, upstairs in my, in my parents' house, we had a, a two-story house, a split-level thing. And I lived in, in what was like a more communal room. Um, and that's where the Nintendo 64 was, the PlayStation was. And um, we, that was the communal system until I moved out. And then my parents sat down with us. We had just gotten married. We bought our house. And they said, look, you have to leave the PlayStation. You have to leave the, uh, the Nintendo 64. I think we had bought a PlayStation 3. Yes. And so we're like, that's fine. Um, we'll, we'll take ours. We'll leave the communal family ones. And they said, your sister still lives at home. Do that. And I said, that's fine. Well, then my sister moves out. And I go, well, hey, what do we do with the communal stuff? And they said, oh, no, she took all of it. <laughs> oh, wow. And I said, yeah. what? And they said, yeah, she took every single game and the Nintendo 64 and all the controllers and my controller. And I said, well, what about my games? Pokemon Stadium, Pokemon Coliseum, Stadium 2, uh, GoldenEye 007, uh, Turok, BioFreaks. What happened to my stuff? And they say, oh, yeah, she took you know, she, we just let her take everything. The so. moral of the story is little sisters have it easier. So hey, much easier. Yes. I'm the little sister. And, and I'm sure you, yeah. <laughs> you had life easy. No, I learned a lot of lessons from my older sister and knew what not to do, but still got punished. Oh, I say the first half, yes, is what my sister did. My sister never got punished. No. My sister could have been one of those people that stood in the kitchen and slapped herself. And then yelled, Nick, stop hitting me! Oh, And I'd have been like, what are you Bri- doing? Brianna, if you're listening, you know what you did. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. But so, so in one year, you not only got a PlayStation 2, which was just an amazing system, yeah. but you got Kingdom Hearts on top of it? Yes. How many hours until you saw people again? It was a long time. <laughs> now, now, to be fair, like you said, it was like a communal. Yeah. So we all took, we all had to take turns that day. But I just remember like us as a family sitting there playing Kingdom Hearts. Probably one of my favorite Christmases. Now, one thing I wish as adults, we got like a three or four day Christmas break. Oh, that'd be nice. Because I? I remember being a kid getting Kingdom Hearts, getting Pokemon games. I didn't have to go back to school for like another week. Mm-hmm. So there was nothing to do. I didn't. I don't, I'm not going to take a shower. I'm not going to change clothes. I'm going to sit right here and play this game until my hands don't work anymore. And I would go until my hands would just cramp up and everything else. But man, Kingdom Hearts and Kingdom Hearts One came. That was game changing. I could yes. play with Mickey and Sephiroth. Yeah. Like, this is everything I've ever wanted. It's young me and older me coming together. Um, 
What a year. What a year. What about you? What do you got for a good, warm Christmas memory? Um, this memory doesn't really have anything to do with um, gifts, but I remember when I was younger, our tradition was that we would go over to our grandparents' house and we would spend the night. And everyone would just come to their house. And our family got pretty big. Like, there would be 20 people staying in one house. And this particular year, um, we had to sleep under the dining room table because there were just so many people in the house. (laughs) And I don't know why, but that just, it was fun. It was like a sleepover. That's awesome. That's fun, Ben. And I'm not, not trying to get too sappy, but in my head, I'm trying to t- trying to make mental notes that when, you know, we, we have three kids now. Um, and when our kids grow up and if we have any more and our kids have kids and we become the grandparents, I'm making mental notes of what to do. Don't don't give a child socks and then throw video games at his face. Stop <laughs> crying, Jimmy. Um, don't do that. But but and it's funny. It's simple things. Spending the night with your family. Oh, yeah. Having, having a big, big sleepover. Um makes the top of the list makes the makes good good memories good christmas memories what do you got yeah we had lots of of nights like that when i lived with my parents really all my cousins stayed the night we always got together with all the family and did every holiday together but my favorite christmas memory is right after we got married you're welcome our first christmas (laughs) together that's right it's because of me (laughs) i was the gift no our first christmas wow and we're done it's been a great episode you guys (laughs) I gotta go counseling. <laughs> Our first Christmas together, we went to the mall and separated and bought each other's gifts. Yes. That was the Christmas I got my jewelry box. Yes. And I love that jewelry box because you went to Things Remembered and had it etched mm-hmm. on the inside. Now, back then, we, we, we you know, again, we, we don't have money now, but we didn't have money, especially back then. But we had one car. It was an old beat-up Pontiac Grand Am. And we had our off days were together. And we worked very similar shifts, so we would go to we'd go to work together. We worked forty hours a week minimum, and then we would take our lunches together and our breaks together. So if you wanted to go Christmas shopping, we had to go together. We had one, we had one car. Um, and at that point, we were living at home with your parents. We lived at home with my parents, and I remember that year too because when we got done, we had saved up um, stupid, you know, saved up all of our money. We were about to buy a house, and we decided to go crazy. And get everybody a Christmas gift that year. And I remember leaving the mall like they do in movies. Where it was like eight bags on <laughs> each arm. Yeah. And we're dragging stuff. It was one of those things where like you... you I felt like the, the Who's in Whoville where you're just going through a list. You're not even putting thought. Mm-hmm. You're just putting so-and-so. Get a blanket. So-and-so. A snooze-a-phone. Um, and I, I remember that year. That was a fun year. You're in the mall. Santa's over there. There's you know, 50-foot Christmas trees. And... And everybody's Christmas out, and it, that was a fun, fun year. That was a fun, and then we spent all of our money, and <laughs> and then the checking and the savings, and, and we haven't been able to recover we since. <laughs> we had to eat room temperature hot pockets. We couldn't afford to turn on the microwave anymore. That cost cost too much. But but no, all in all, I I would say, um, well, I I enjoy Christmas. Still love Christmas. Still love yes. Christmas. Because this is something that people from all walks of life, you know, we, some of us living outside of the state, outside of the country, from, you know, split homes, homes that are together still, um, big families, small families, we can all share stories of, of what our Christmas was. And they're similar to some, to some extent. Um, 
But now, we're getting ready to end here in just a second. Um, we're going to be very careful because Big Brother's listening. Um, most of us work retail and have worked retail our most, whole adult lives. Our whole adult lives. Yes. So when I first started working retail, I was super Christmas. I was Buddy the Elf. I would wear Christmas hats <laughs> to work. And when parents would come to me and say, Sir, sir, I just need this one gift. This one gift to make my daughter's Christmas. I'd spend hours hunting that gift down. I'm going to find that gift. Yeah. And, it, and it would bring my heart joy. Um, and then it took about two or three years for society to slowly just smother that out of that flame out of us yeah because then one and and these are some of some of my favorite things that i hear when i work retail you're there on thanksgiving or christmas eve and somebody with a buggy full of of merchandise i know this one comes up and says i can't believe they make you work on christmas eve and i pick this tv up for me by the way yeah every time every every time and I, i feel like people honestly think like man i'm being nice they wouldn't make me work christmas eve if it wasn't because of you. If you weren't there shopping, if nobody yep. shopped Christmas Eve one year, Walmart and, and all these other companies would turn around Kroger, Ingles, they would all turn around and say, you know what? We're not going to lose any money. Yep. Nobody shops these days. Yep. Let's go ahead and let's go ahead and shut it down. Um, so I, I hate hearing that. Um, it, it burns my soul every time someone does this. Shame you have to work today, yep. son. And, and the weird thing is, you know, I've been working retail 15 years now. And... Um, society has changed over 15 years so 15 years ago people would really be a little bit nicer especially during christmas long lines at the store <laughs> they would say oh it's christmas time we know not now not now now it, it is a there's a personal hatred that people will have they'll come into a store on christmas eve and get mad that the lines are long or they can't find cranberries and like why didn't you have it and it's christmas eve it is literally the day before christmas we close in 30 minutes if we had a if you had a full shelf of cranberries on christmas eve you're not gonna sell them no after that <laughs> no um and people would get mad uh they, they like, you know this one toy um remember the year hatchimals came oh out god and uh, you know people marketed that this is going to be the toy of the year so we get them in and we get like 50 of them in and that's all we're going to get so they're gone in the first 30 minutes People would be there, literally, like like uh, Jingle All the Way, like Turbo Man on Christmas Eve. I'm looking for the hottest toy, and then they would then if they if you didn't have it, I've been told at least fifty times in my life you ruined my family's Christmas. They would look at me, put a finger in my chest, and say, "You, Mister Stalker, have ruined my family's Christmas because you don't have the hottest gift. You have a PlayStation Five right now." And I'm like, "Well, nobody has them, and I'm not in charge of this." Not in charge of PlayStation 5. I don't work at Sony. I don't work here at a a level where I could get more. I have no control over any of this. I put box on shelf. I put box on shelf. Um, Sometimes I even put it where it's actually supposed to go. And I get get an attaboy and a clap on the back. Um, But this year has been nice to be able to try to get get out of that. With being on leave with the baby, I've been able to kind of reel it back in. But man, retail is... I used to love, but putting, the magic is still there. Magic is still there. You just got to get through that. But I've heard things that that now do the pandemic. I've heard that from people who are still working right now. I've heard that it's changed. It's different now. That now people seem to be a little bit more. Well, people don't like getting out of their house in the first place, let alone on holidays now. Boy, I'm so glad a pandemic yeah. came to make that popular. It's a nice little yeah. thing that happened from that. 
Because I would, if people would invite me places, I don't want to go out. Nick's just a homebody. He never. Uh, wants I to have leave. a cough, so yeah. But <laughs> then it was, I don't want to go out. You know, pandemic. They're going, oh, you're being safe. You're being smart. I'm like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then now it's people go. Oh, I got a what's one kid missed church the other day, and they called and said, oh yeah, he had a fever of ninety nine. That's not a fever. I was like, that's not a fever. And they were like, we don't know what it is. Let him stay home. Let him stay home. Man. And that is That's great. If only work could be like that. Guys, that couldn't make it in today. Why? My eye eye is watering. So, um, yeah, Christmas. Everybody's everybody's got a thumbs up on Christmas then, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. All right. I would say favorite time of the year. So if anyone with any different faiths or cultural backgrounds wants to comment their Christmas traditions... Absolutely. Or what if, if you just have something different than us? Yeah, just any, you know, if you just done something different, go ahead and let us know. I'm a I'm a firm believer on just about try everything, try everything once. Yeah, because we're to try. Me, we got a pretty we're we're all pretty young families here. We're we're looking for new traditions for these. I gotta start somewhere. New youngsters, so maybe I'll find something good in yours. Yeah, absolutely. So tell tell us what some of your favorite things are. If we missed your favorite movie, I'm sorry. It's not us. It's America that voted. Um, I didn't get the memo, uh, yeah. but but they voted. It's official. Your movie just is terrible. If it's not yeah, on Fred list. Claus. If you like Fred Claus, sorry. I've, not, I've never even heard of that. Is that Next really a, time. <laughs> is that really a movie? Yeah. Oh, it's a movie. oh, I, my bad. <laughs> sorry, guys. Um, but no, yeah. Leave leave a comment. Let us know what you like, what you don't like. Um, this has been the Nick Squared Podcast, the Christmas party episode. Thank you guys. Y'all have a wonderful Christmas.